You're listening to the Screaming Pods Network. This episode of Good Times Great Movies is sponsored by Bud Han or Han. I guess insert Star Wars joke here. But we want to thank Bud for becoming our newest patron. We appreciate it so much. He is a wonderful human being and a great dancer. That's right. He is a fantastic dancer. Um, And I've heard that he is available for your weddings and proms, uh, maybe bar mitzvahs and, and, of course, bat mitzvahs. What you do is you just hire him to come in. He starts dancing. And everyone then just sees how great he is, and they are inspired. You know, if you have a party and it's kind of dull and it's kind of slow, get on the phone. Call Bud up. He'll come in. He'll dance. He's relatively affordable as well, but he's amazing. And he's an amazing sponsor to this show. If you're interested in Patreoning us, go to patreon.com slash goodtimesgreatmovies and see what's available. There are bonus episodes there are uncut episodes, which I didn't think would be a big deal, but people have really responded well to that. I tend to cut 15 to 20 minutes from each episode, and you will get that stuff. Just in Streets of Fire, I had to let my dogs out, and so Jamie sang a few songs. <laughs> that stuff I cut out because I think it destroys the flow of the episode, but hey, people are into that. But anyway, thank you so much, bud. We really appreciate it. And now let's get on with the show. A movie that seems to go out of its way to avoid having a likable character. Jamie, yeah. let's go watch Cheerleader Camp. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. It's on this, a uh, podcast from 2018 <laughs> that we talk about movies from two, uh, or 2080. Uh-huh. No, that would be way in the future, from the 1980s. Um, I am one of your hosts. I am Jamie Lorello, and the other one is D.P. McCambridge. That's right. And uh, here we are. I love how you have just dated the podcast. You're like, listen. I did. I don't know what year you're listening, listener. Yeah. Right now, it's 2018. <laughs> and here I am listening to or watching a 1988 movie. So, so 30 years ago, wow, this movie was 30 made, years right? ago. Yeah. It doesn't look like 88. We've watched what 88. Did... This looks This looks like Not a very high budget. It doesn't. Yes. This yeah. is a... <laughs> This is a 1982 movie by way of 88. Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a sad little. And I didn't dig into it enough to to really find out if it was filmed three to eight years earlier and just shelved because it looks old. Like it's short shorts. Like it's. Not... Are you just referring to uh, to life looking old, or you mean the whole movie looks old? The whole. <laughs> The whole movie has a grimy feel to it, which feels more late 70s, early 80s. But I understand that this was 
I'm going to say made on a shoestring budget. I think that's fair. Yeah. Right? I think that's fair. Very fair. Oh, before we get into our movie, though. I can just oh, can yeah. I just say a couple things. Please. We we like to, no pun intended, pride ourselves on doing movies and picking films that have to do with current events or sure um, certain Timely. months. And mm-hmm. I realized a couple of days ago that our slate of movies for Pride Month aren't very proud. Let's say, Aww. especially this one. I mean, this one. There's you know, and you and I. People that know us, I think, know this, but we are LGBTQ advocates. We're all Absolutely. for that. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. But then, Jamie, I did a little bit of digging. Did you? In Streets of Fire, first of all, the bad guys, I think, ran a gay bar. So, first of all, that's progressive yeah, enough. Yeah, so that, okay. <laughs> yeah. But, you know how I said they, they, they created that fake band um, oh, yeah. And the the song, I Can Dream About You. Well, mm-hmm. the guy who sang that, his name is Dan Hartman, or was Dan Hartman, sadly. Um, he mm-hmm. was a closeted gay man who oh. died of AIDS, sadly, in his early 40s. Oh, my. And I didn't know that. Like, I did not, I never. Well, that would have been a great representation for pride month then is that so you're backtracking right a i'm bit. just saying okay that as we move forward with this month <laughs> well i'm sure leif garrett has slept with both women and men i, I don't doubt so that i don't doubt if that at that's all. that's in pride for anyone um but that's that's good to note for the, for the streets of fire and and I do think um, it is good because I felt bad like we went through Black History Month we didn't do any I think it uh, might have been our whitest month ever I think hey you know what the things we celebrate are sometimes a little outside the circle okay of what sh- what's being celebrated well, you right know, like celebrating cheerleaders <laughs> <laughs> summer this is a camp movie right that's why we did this because I couldn't think of any other reason unless you were just like I I need to see some free boobies shots because those it was right movie. off the bat like I was like whoa yeah. this is and then really not much after that no we just wanted to show you that they were there <laughs> hang, hanging out on the rocks I guess because that's where you go. Alright, we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, Jamie, I've just been handed something from our newsroom. It appears oh. that we have a live show coming up and Ah, from the newsroom. The, the news yeah, the news department there right off of my uh, quote unquote studio. If you I don't know if you have a news department there. Which is a ladder with a blanket. Let's let them... Shh, no, behind I'm sorry. the ladder with the blanket. The newsroom. I mean, I have to keep a barrier. They're on the phone constantly. Of course, or they're going to want to know. Yeah. They're trying to find out all the information that people need to know for this show that we're putting on. <laughs> yes, we, we have a live podcast event happening where we'll actually be doing this mm-hmm. for the public to view mm-hmm. in a live format. Correct. Setting, yes. No, you got that yes. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, we've done something, but not nearly as, uh, like, when we did Harry and the Hendersons, we were live well, as in together, <laughs> and we were on location as in in the forest. There may have been some squirrels <laughs> within earshot. Right. There were no people other than our husband and wife, respectively, who did not want to be anywhere near our discussion of Harry no. and the Hendersons. I believe, if um, I remember correctly, my wife was reading a book outside through most of it and then <laughs> left and went inside. 
<laughs> we were interrupting her reading. Right. Yeah, and my husband was taking a tubby. I'm not sure. Nope. That uh, was just no. Me. That was there. That was all you. Tubby time, all the time. So, uh, but... if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> on the day it comes out <laughs> in the year 2018, that's right. One week from tomorrow, we will be live. Yes, yeah, right. We will be in Philadelphia at a bar called Tattooed Mom. Mm-hmm. JB, how much does this event cost? How much do people have to pay to actually see us? I think it's free. Buy me a beer. You are you 100% need. correct that it's free. <laughs> and also 100% correct that they have to buy us drinks. <laughs> it's free other than the beer you supply to Douglas and I. Yeah. I mean, if you walk up in the middle of us doing this and put beer down, I am not going to object to that. I certainly will drink it if it's in front of right. me. You're part of I the have show no suddenly. A... Right, exactly. You're a sponsor of sorts. Of sorts, yeah. So yeah, if you're in the Philadelphia area, mm-hmm. um, you should definitely come on down. And... If you need to get out of the summer heat, I assume this bar is air-conditioned? I assume not, but it has good snacks. I mean, I've already read the menu. You just say no? This place does not have air conditioning? Jimmy, it's a bar in Philadelphia, not a bar in Portland. Remember how they didn't have air conditioning in Portland? They didn't, because it doesn't really get that hot there, except when we're there. If anybody listening is in Portland, and I know somebody is, a new patron lives in Portland. Um, Oh, what is with the situation out there? We, I understand we came out when it was like 112. Yeah, there was a heat wave happening. There was a heat wave happening. But, but they, man. Yeah. No, no air conditioning. They like their open air. Yeah. Anyway, come see us. <laughs> we, we may have air conditioning. We may not. We will accept beers for sure. And we'll definitely be doing a lot of this. So uh-huh. yep. <laughs> and, then- and actually, we have to be a little more, because um, are we on a time limit? Mm. Do we? Do we really? Right. No, I no, think we right. do because yeah. uh, we will tell everybody what movie we're doing at the end of this. Ooh, and hang I on don't tight. Want to waste a second of our time talking about Portland, Oregon? I want to jump right into the movie at this live show. We're gonna dive headfirst in. All right, that's it. That's all I got. That's all the newsroom has for me right well, now. Well, are you gonna give the later. exact date of the live show? Shouldn't oh, that be important? Uh, yeah, maybe the date and the time. <laughs> yeah. We're really good at promoting events. (laughs) If this happens again, we should get better at it. It is on Saturday, June 23rd at 5 p.m. 5 to 6 at Tattooed Mom. And we'll be there. That's it. And maybe you will too. All right. Is that it from the newsroom? That's That's all? That's all we got. Newsroom's closed down. All right. So let's go to camp. Oh. What do you think? Let's, Let's go to camp. Let's right. go to let's go to camp and what a camp what what is what is I was shocked with how terrible the competition was oh, with the, like yeah. everything that this movie appeared to be building up to this event this cheerleading competition that yeah. takes place in a room in a small lodge room and and you don't At really night? see yeah, at night. That's very shady. It's a very shady camp. Let's just be real. During the day, outside, within five feet of one another, on this mm-hmm. campground that appears to be somebody's front lawn. Right. Are they really rehearsing, though? I mean, some. I think maybe 
two or three times we see some rehearsing. Nobody's taking this seriously. No. Like, it no. took me a while to go, okay, nobody's taking this seriously. There are no stakes. I don't need to think about the no. fact that this is a camp, that there's a competition. On the ride up, it does seem like there are some stakes, right? Because there's the van full, well, not full, but there's the six cheerleaders that are from our main cheerleader group. And then life or Brett, Mm -hmm. Brett, is that his typical like douchey Uh, boy name, Brett? Sorry if anybody's name is Brett. Oh, I thought it was Brent. Oh, maybe it's Brent. Does it matter really? Well, I've put life. Life Garrett. And I may refer to the ladies in this by their character names. I'm not going to call him Brent or Brett. He's always just Leif. (laughs) As he should be. I don't pay much attention to credits. I really don't. But there was a credit for financial services. (laughs) That was a title that someone was given in this movie. Hmm. And I've never seen anything like that, right? Isn't it usually just... Producer. Producer, yeah. Executive producer. Um, nope, financial services. Well, maybe this, this movie had a lot of harder time getting done than we, we we can even imagine. So we start. There is an empty locker room. Oh, right. And there's Dutch yes. angles all over. Like the angle, the, the camera's always turned on angles. Where are we, we going? We see hey. dreams, half this movie's dreams. Because <laughs> she's sick. She's sick. Yeah, which is never explained. Like, it's never explained what her problem is, right? Why? She just has bad dreams. I think she thinks she has some kind of personality disorder. But I think she's just. Witness a dead body or witness somebody. No, there's not that kind of suicide. Is there anything that would create these weird delusions? Not that we're given any context to. She does mention about how hard her, her. growing up is and but it's all very vague and it's all very teenage angsty like okay oh I think you just described this movie just vague yeah. <laughs> vague with some breasts so this girl she's in the locker room all by herself you hear on some pa system we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting yeah she gets changed into her cheerleader uniform. Right, right. She runs out onto an empty field. She yep. falls in a big mud puddle. She slides in the mud. Yep, yep. Just sitting there. Um, we do see her displeased parents. Yeah, they look older, too. They're not happy with her. Yeah, and they, they, they're both disappointed in her, to which she cries. And maybe this is part of her problem. She needs love. She does say that. Yeah. Yeah. And I wrote that down because I went, oh, this means something. This, it nope, does. it does not no. mean a single well, thing in this she movie. Is, she is a little needy, but, um, yeah. Would she, you say she's needy? Or would you say she just expects a little more out of a boyfriend than to flirt with other girls well, in front he's of her. a terrible boyfriend. Like, he is an absolutely terrible boyfriend. I don't know how... That she accepts that sort of behavior yes. tells me something. Yeah, I, I did find myself feeling sorry for people that were killed in this movie. But let's be because? clear. I felt sorry for none of the men killed in this movie. They are all weird monsters, yeah. perverts, and yeah. just horrible, horrible people. Yeah, yeah. Not likable. Well, You didn't, the- you didn't feel bad for the, the, the blonde girl? In the beginning, the one that committed suicide? Well, I, we didn't get to know her character. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. 
But no, I meant the blonde girl who won the thing and she had the tiara. The one who made the story about the um, little engine that could. My favorite line in this movie because... You know, I know the story about a choo-choo train. I loved how they were nearly finished with this movie and they went, oh no, she has no character. Let's make yeah. her dumb by just saying this one line. No, she was she was pretty airy throughout. Does she even have a name? Like, I know there's Pam and Teresa and Allison, and I even know Corey the mascot, but the blonde... Her name was Bonnie... Only because Bonnie. I wrote it down, but they never say it because she survives up until almost the very end. Well, she's just, she doesn't do much. Well, right. And also the only no reason I know the other girls' names is from people wandering through the oh, woods. Oh, and screaming their names. names. <laughs> yes. And, and that, asking five times, where's Pam? Right. Where's Pam? Pam's not here. I like she's just going to show girl, up? I like how the one girl seems to be the only one like Yes. You know, Pam's not here. We should go look for her. Yeah. Nobody else does. No. No, only Teresa in the dark. But the blonde girl is the hot girl from Teen Wolf. Oh. Yes. Didn't realize yeah. that. Okay. A bit, of a, step, bit of a step down for her. Bit of a sidestep, for sure. For sure. <laughs> sidestep. This is not a sidestep. <laughs> this is one huge step backward in her career. Well, you said you were sad that she died, though. So maybe she's the one redemptive I just, character. I just felt bad because she didn't seem mean. To the killer, she didn't. No, you but, know, I, I but don't she know. won the pretty contest. I guess she did win the pretty contest, and, and we that did could make. We a, did hear the mascot tell, uh, what's her name, Allison? You yeah. should have won. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? All they did was stood there and by audience applause. I know. I know. I know. And well, no, they didn't just stand there. They walked in a circle. They walked in a circle. You're right. They did walk in a circle. They had yeah. these weird angles, these low angles yeah. of each girl smiling. And you don't see the same. It's not even like you saw the same other cheerleading groups. I think it was always just a different bunch of extras they stuck no. in there and that were the other cheerleaders. What school, other than, I guess, my high school, has like four cheerleaders and that's it? <laughs> <laughs> and every group was like that. Every group had like a guy, maybe two, and four girls. Well, and are they keep... in college? No, um, no, I don't think so. Okay. I didn't think so. This camp is very liberal with their alcohol at this party. Then oh, they were, they were. But that camp leader or whatever, um, she was a hot mess. Yeah, she was. She reminded me of a Kristen Wiig character. She was very. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Remake this movie with Kristen Wiig as that character. And it'd be great. I'd watch it. I would watch yeah, that. right? You would. Wouldn't you? Would Alec Baldwin have to play the Leif Garrett character? No, he could play Alec, the... Alec... Wait a second. Hold on. <laughs> Alec Baldwin's like 60? Yeah, You I want know. him to play a teenager. Okay, right. He could play the repairman. The sheriff. He, he could be yeah, the sheriff. He would either have to yeah. be the sheriff... Or the creepy, I guess he's the maintenance man? Oh, right? yeah, the maintenance man. Or yeah, he could play just... the creepy chef. All of those guys look yeah. the same, too. I, I agree. They all kind of meshed into this, like, shady and weird, but anyway. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, so this weird dream where she chants, go, go, fight, or whatever. Uh, yeah. It's all a dream. It's just uh -huh. a dream, because she comes to, she's falling asleep in this van. Oh, in wait, the dude, of the day. you forgot when the pom-poms go crazy on her, right? Oh, 
She is yeah. surrounded by pom-poms that appear to be slashing her, drowning her, doing something. She's drowning mm. in pom-poms. Yeah, they're dangerous pom-poms. Yes. Uh, but this was all just a dream. Mm-hmm. She wakes up in a van with the rest of her cheerleading team. So yeah. would you like to go through this cheerleading team? We talked about a few of them. Well, there's there's life, right? Yep. The, the two guys, um, yes. who is supposedly the boyfriend of the dreamer, Allison. Well, Jamie, it's not supposedly. <laughs> they are boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, well, they I don't. Mean, mm. They don't take it that seriously. At least and he does And he's doesn't. terrible at it, yeah. Yes. He's um, terrible at being a boyfriend. There's a real chubby guy that's also another. Uh, what was his name? I never caught his either. I never I never wrote it down. He's uh, he's sort of sweet at times. He's also creepy at what? times. Well, like he gets um at the end when when everything's going down, he starts to get a little worried and concerned like we're going to be okay, okay guys, but then he's really not. I mean, he takes these videos yeah, and I mean, he's sweet in the way that they don't seem to mind that he's filming them taking their tops right. off. Right. <laughs> like, it's all just, oh, that's him, I guess. Right, right. But still, there's a part where he puts on a video oh, of yeah. a naked girl. Oh, yeah, the one that just died. Yeah. A naked, yeah, a, a video of her that he took of her earlier yeah. that day. That's correct. Before she committed suicide. Yeah. And he yeah. says to Lake Garrett, come on, man, just hang out. Look, there's naked <laughs> chicks on TV. And Leif kind of just says, all right, let's just sit down and watch this together. <laughs> no, he doesn't. What he says is, man, why did she commit suicide? Do you think it's something I said? That was great because... Then the chubby guy's response is like, yeah, all girls you talk to kill themselves. <laughs> Remember the blah, blah, blah twins? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Two girls in high school committed suicide? Their conversations and interactions, like, sometimes, we didn't do it a lot. Well, we did occasionally where we'd go from, like, the girls' um, mm -hmm. camp to, like, kind of those two hanging out. Right. And when you did, they they were having some odd times those two but anyway so you got your two males and mm -hmm. then there was allison she's our dreamer she's she's got um some she's sort main, of she's the main girl yeah she's the yeah. main character she's got some kind of issue she's she's very emotional her dreams um, become quite disturbing as we go yeah, and and yeah. when she is spoiler carted away at the end I kind of thought this is probably for the best. She, and she's a, she's she takes these pills. We're not sure what, maybe to stop the dreams or enhance the dreams. I don't know. I like how the I like how the the mascot at one point is like, no, 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 no more pills. I'm yeah, like, no. What she's supposed to take those? Yeah, she needs them. We don't know what she'll be like off of them. <laughs> right? Maybe she would just kill everyone if she didn't take her pills. <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. Let's keep the listening audience in suspense. Guys, right. this is on YouTube. Pause this right now and go watch it on YouTube. <laughs> Fast forward through huge sections. Oh, our other cheerleader. Oh, there is our mascot, which is great that mm -hmm. we have a mascot. Who is an alligator? Yep. Um, the, I mean, right? the gators. It's some of the other mascots. I have questions about why there's a mouse. And the chicken. Well, I guess there's chickens and the mice. There's, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's the San Diego chicken, but like that mouse. I and what was the other one? Like a skunk or a cat or something? <laughs> I don't remember all of them. I do <laughs> like. I did like when they all sat down to I eat lunch and they're all eating that. out of there. And then 
There's also a, um, besides the beauty contest or the queen contest that happens at the camp, and the overall contest, the cheerleading camp right. has a there's also a contest just for the mascots which was also <laughs> enjoyable to watch them oh and did you recognize who the mascot was no she was the girl from breaking <gasps> what yeah so whoa yeah and they definitely didn't use her breaking skills in this i mean she danced a little bit in uh, her outfit but that alligator was break dancing jamie well yeah but they didn't utilize it no, like no, no. they should have right they i mean they didn't utilize her in the way that breaking did but still sure. i mean she i assumed that was a stunt double but now i know it's, yeah it had to have been her in that yeah. massive alligator head break yeah. dancing mm-hmm. oh my god okay i'm super excited now yeah no, I gotta, I gotta watch this again. Yeah, see. <laughs> um, All right, so we have the mass. We're, we've barely yeah. gotten through this team, and there's well, only like five members. We we mentioned the uh, the girl, the blonde, the blonde, mm-hmm. the dumb blonde who's just pretty. Yes, and whose name is Hannah? You said. Uh, Bonnie. Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Bonnie. Um, and then there's two dark haired, other dark haired girls. Um, this is like the brunette mafia kind yeah, of one a cheerleader. One appears to be Hispanic. Is that right? <laughs> That's not racist, right? <laughs> I don't know. Is she? Hispanic? The only reason I'm saying that is because she played one of the Hispanic women in Three Amigos who fell in love with the girl. Okay. 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 Yes. Well, then. Is it Teresa is one and Pam is the other? Right. I yes. don't know. Teresa must be the Hispanic looking one. Yeah? I think, ter- yeah, I think that's Teresa. Teresa is the one that is straight up making out with her boyfriend, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Getting yeah. massages Allison, and everything. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. She gets mad because he's giving another girl a massage. He's like, what? 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 <laughs> what? And then she leaves and he's like, let's go make out somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not a good boyfriend. Not at all. Well, as soon as they get to the camp. So, okay. So this bus load, or van load, I guess, yes. arrives at the camp. Now, there is some kind of, like I said, they also do want to win. It's not just a camp to, like, get better at being a cheerleader. It's right. a competition. So there there's is some... a cheerleading competition, which yeah. then we find out, like you said, there's a mascot portion of this competition. Mm-hmm. And then there's mm-hmm. just a, I guess, prettiest cheerleader competition it's the queen the queen of the competition right mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. we don't see any of these competitions mm-hmm. barely mm-hmm. I, I they're performing we do get to see the yeah. chubby guy's ass we do he decides to moon all the cheerleaders and then yes. i thought it was a joke that then the moment he started mooning the guy just stopped the van and everybody got out <laughs> Like, aren't you just supposed to keep driving by? Keep driving. Well, his, then his ass gets stuck. He can't get it out. Mm-hmm. Stuck the in the window. window. Mm-hmm. And Kristen Wig, the camp mm-hmm. leader, comes out and slaps that tush she right in his fleshy parts. Into them in yeah. front of this giant she don't ass care. That's and didn't her. didn't was was that the YouTube or did that look kind of like they superimposed the ass behind her? Did that have a weird look to I you, thought it like was a green fake. screen ass yeah, or I, something? Yeah. Well, I thought it was fake, like a rubber, like a big rubber thing that they built, but I don't think so. Like I, uh, it did look weird, but again, this is on YouTube. There's yeah, pixels yeah, yeah. I think, all over mm-hmm, the place with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she does hit him with a clipboard. Yep. Yeah. And then she kind of lays down the law. 
I do like how one of the girls says something nice about her, and she says, kissing up to me won't do you any good, but I do deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is also called Camp Hurrah. Hurrah. Yeah, yeah. And immediately, Leif Garrett is out of this van, and he's yeah. just hitting on some blonde girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they just got out of the mm-hmm. van, and within mm-hmm. eyesight of his girlfriend, he's just chatting up some girl that yeah. from another team another and he's literally hitting on her because he Uh says something about her being beautiful or something and she's like well i'm gonna go like she's not into him she sort of just he says your eyes told me to come over here and oh yeah my mouth is telling you to get out of here there you go there you go and also does Kristen wig introduce the handyman whose name is glop I didn't hear his name, but I could believe that it's him. I swear, either he or she said, I'm glop. Because I, <laughs> I even went back to listen, and it wasn't a name. Like, it wasn't It's very a name. possible. He looks like a glop, if that's... <laughs> yeah, there are three gross, super gross older men in this movie who mm-hmm. all look the same. As we said, one works maintenance... The other guy's the cook, and he's, like, coughing and spitting on the hot dogs. And Oh, yeah, and on the barbecue. Yeah. yeah. And the and other, other one's the sheriff. Sh- perverted sheriff. Yeah. Who, he watches them, too, with binoculars. Yeah, they all go, is that when they first get there? Oh, no, wait. Well, first they, let's see. Well, first see, they, see. they split up, and they go to their separate rooms. So, as right. you said, the two guys, they room together. Mm-hmm. Then... The two dark hair girls and the blonde, they room together. Mm-hmm. And then our main character, Allison, she rooms with the mascot. And the mascot's Corey. like, are you sure? Is it okay? I'm the mascot, just the mascot. Yeah, she yeah. seemed to be friends with them. But, of course, at the movie, it's sort of, you seem to find out that, I guess she's She's kind of the odd friends. man out. I mean, she's she's the mascot. Which doesn't make sense. She's, but it can't what? be a clique with four people. Like, I mean, I know you can. I know Mean Girls is a thing, but like, it just seems weird because she seems she is as much of part of this team as those guys are. Yeah. So what's her problem? Well, she doesn't have the problem. She's she's a. Um, she has the problem. Jennifer. Well, she... <laughs> like, she, she's got a problem, and I'm wondering what the deal is, because at no time do any of the girls say something like, you're just the mascot, get out of this, or do they? Well, I... I do I do think they sort of treat, in general, it's like the mascots are the... Act- the cheerleaders are the main bag here, and I think... Uh, if I'm reading too into it, I think in general, the mascot would tend to feel like, oh, I'm just the mascot. I mean, look, they even have to eat separately and in their uniforms. Well, that, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's a whole t- <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But when she does her mascot portion of the competition, I mean, the <laughs> girls are rooting for her. They're cheering for her. They're well, sure, because they want her like, team to win. They're congratulating her. Like, you should have won that. But she's also not like, it seems like the other girls, and I don't know so much about the blonde, the other two seem sort of like, not slutty, but they've kind of got their, right, uh, you know, mature, mature ways about no, them. you're right. And yeah. the mascot seems more tomboyish and... and Jamie, did um, you ever think that the chicken was the killer? 
<laughs> for a little while. Because he was, they saw, they showed his face a lot in a lot of those dream sequences and everything. Yeah, and I was like, maybe who's in that costume? Hmm. There are some red herrings thrown around throughout this movie, but the chicken was the craziest I thought. <laughs> Because even when they're there for the competition, she's staring at the chicken going, Yeah, yeah. I think I had a dream about this. Yeah. And you're like, that chicken stands for something. Yeah. So immediately, two of the girls, I believe it's Teresa and the blonde that Leif were, was hitting on earlier, mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. sort of having, would you call it a boob off at this, <laughs> at this watering hole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the blonde is laying there topless, and mm-hmm. Teresa's like, you know what? I'm going to show her. I'm taking yeah, my top off. I got tatas. It was a weird thing, because then the moment the blonde put hers on, she's like, well, I guess I'll just put my top yeah. on, too. Yeah. There's a weird back and forth boob off that happens yeah. while I think you said the sheriff is watching. The, every, uh, the, the and, sheriff is watching and the chubby guy is filming. Yes, the chubby guy is filming, but then later comes out of the bushes dressed as like a Mrs. Doubtfire woman. Like that's like catching butterflies or something. What is going on? He's not at all believable as a like, oh, I'm so sorry, ladies. Oh, there's a tight shot of his face when he's peeping on them with the camera. And I sat there and I was like, is he wearing lipstick? It really looks like his character's <laughs> wearing lipstick. And you're right. He comes out. I don't know. He might have a butterfly net, but he looks ridiculous. He did. <laughs> they surround him. They tear off his dress, and he uh-huh. has like a bra on. <laughs> and then they push him in the water, or he jumps in. He jumps in the water a couple of times in this movie. This might be one of them. Yeah, that's sort of his go-to. Like, uh, yeah. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> he always just ends up jumping in water to escape. <laughs> I guess he's a good swimmer. Very strange. And suddenly, there's another dream. I I don't know how many naps this girl's taking. In the, <laughs> this is her second nap of the day. <laughs> she might, her problem might not be multiple personality. It might be, is it narcolepsy where yeah, you just fall asleep? She just has a sleep disorder and her dreams are a little bit weird. <laughs> but I mean, if I saw that chicken running around, I might have a dream about that right? chicken. Right, exactly, exactly. So she has a dream. Sometimes I was very confused as to when a dream stopped and when we were back in reality. And this was the most confusing one Mm. because she dreams that she walks into a cabin Mm -hmm. and she sees the blonde cheerleader who Leif Erickson was talking to dead on a bed and her wrists are like, not just cut. It looked like a dog went to town on her (laughs) wrists. They were chewed up. There's blood everywhere. But this isn't a dream Mm-mm. because the creepy weird chef walks in behind her and yeah, yeah she's dead. Like yeah. she's, she's found totally the, dead. Yeah, she's basically found the body. And Allison, the our sad girl, can't decide <laughs> if she caused this, if she did this, or if she's just right now, she's just realized, holy shit, I've discovered this dead girl. The camp plays it off as a suicide. Yes, it's just a suicide. Yeah. I love the speech that Kristen Wiig gives. It's terrible. And also, I love that she's Kristen Wiig now. <laughs> I love how she says, and this was another thing where I was like, oh, this is important. When she says she oh, had some personal demons. And yeah. Allison, there's like a tight shot of Allison's face. And she goes, 
personal demons. <laughs> like, I guess that's what I have now. <laughs> I guess that's why I'm having these dreams. Yeah, her, her, uh, the, the, the speech really go, it's not very sympathetic. It's no, very. No, 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 no. She doesn't even say anything like, you know, this is a tragedy, but we have to keep no. going. No. She just doesn't want to get the girl scared about the a killer, and she doesn't want. Um, I think she even says later to the sheriff when they find this body, "It's like, yeah, I didn't tell you what happened because I, I I'm getting beef from the higher ups at the camp. <laughs> the higher ups at this cheerleading camp. But, but I don't think it's. She didn't want to protect them from a killer because I think she thinks it is suicide. Like. I don't think she because at no point does anyone's actions sort of I don't think anybody thinks there's a killer on the loose at this point. I don't think this woman would care if there was. No, I don't think there, <laughs> I don't think she would either, but her attitude is very cavalier like Cuz yeah. I guess this girl just committed suicide. Long story short, they do shove her in the freezer. Yes, yes, they do. Cuz there needs to be no bodies right right um so this is where we see the two guys watching the naked girl on tv yes um which is sad and tragic and just and it was very, very off-putting like i did yeah. not enjoy it like i understand this is a horror movie i understand it has to be pervy i understand girls usually take their tops off but you shouldn't be watching a girl the dead girl suicide yeah. Yeah. On TV, and I think these are our heroes. Like I think they're not. The- I think that's the one of the problems with this movie <laughs> is there's nobody really likable. No, the right? most likable character I would argue is the mascot. Is the choo choo girl? Oh yeah. Well yeah. Even at kind the end. Of. At the end of this movie, I was at like, the yeah, end. I kind of like that mascot. She's, yeah, I'm glad. You know, I'm glad you took this all down. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. You know, she's having fun up to the very end. <laughs> we we sometimes get a little bit of them, as I said, practicing, and you're not sure if they're practicing. What is the deal with this rap that they have? Um, where they rap just in case we didn't know the characters at this point in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two guys rap about. Each of the cheerleaders. I don't know if that's a cheer thing. I that's don't know. Not a cheer thing. No, I don't know anything about cheerleading, but I know this is not a cheer thing. I don't know. Then, yeah, they're like her name is Teresa. She's nice like, to meet like you. Yeah, pizza. yeah, yeah. Like, but it's really bad. Terrible. It, it's not funny. It's not interesting not at all. No. I don't know why this. I don't think this chubby guy should be a cheerleader too. I mean, no offense, but I mean. He doesn't do anything. I understand male cheerleaders are just supposed to hold people up, but mm-hmm. at every turn, he's tripping over people. Yeah, he's falling he's all the time. I think yeah, after this clumsy. rap, he falls over. Does he? I don't know. He falls off the stage at one point. Maybe that's when he does fall routine. off the stage into the other guys, right? Yeah, he's um, uncoordinated, let's just say. But he's got the camera? I don't know. Maybe he's the documentarian of the group. Do you think the school they went to is like, we do not believe that you're going to a cheerleading camp. <laughs> you are a bunch of misfits. We need evidence that this is happening. Yes, yes. So we're going to send this big guy with you to mm-hmm. make sure Yeah, that's possible. And and based on what he's shooting, I don't think that would be proof that they were ever at a camp no, anyway. No, no. <laughs> like, it's topless shots of strangers. 
<laughs> and darkness of woods. You were not at a real camp. And and doesn't he catch the the sheriff and the other oh and the God. woman? Yeah. This guy's a straight up creepo. Yeah, he's very creepy. Very so creepy wedding. This is after we watch the cheerleaders. This is when we do get to watch the mascots all eating in full costume. <laughs> And she's trying to shove like a hot dog through the like nose in the nostril, hole. yeah, in the, the yeah. nose hole, yeah, the nostril, <laughs> yeah. And and she gets yelled at by the camp leader, like you got to keep your head on, you got. Yeah, she tells her you're a mascot, not a human. This no, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, at all. this is a little hardcore, right? Our um, main character finds the dead girl in the freezer and calls the police. <laughs> Well, a main character likes to, like in all good horror movies, wander around to areas where maybe you shouldn't be. Like, why are you creeping in that cabin to find a dead body? Why are you creeping around the freezer where the cook hangs out? Like, she says she's looking for a soda. Oh, wait, that's pretty funny. So she's... She creeps into, we don't know where, it's the back part of the kitchen, and she sees the, the cook who's like... It's got a cleaver in his hand, and he's cutting meat. Hint, and she hint, asked him a big for meat cleaver, right? And isn't he wearing the necklace of the dead um, <laughs> he cheerleader? He took her cheerleader <laughs> necklace. And then he, she asked for soda, so he sends her back to the back fridge, where before she finds the dead body, and without getting any soda, she gets a carton of milk and just starts and just drinks it. <laughs> Just drinks it. <laughs> I thought I missed something. And then, um, and then, a, and then a corpse uh, falls out. Then <laughs> she leans on the shelf, and yes, and the dead body comes down. Yeah. Then the sh- then she goes to a payphone. She likes to call the sheriff from payphone. She does it later on. She does too. it twice. She calls yeah. the sheriff a lot in this movie, and this guy is totally useless. <laughs> Anyway, she calls the sheriff. Sheriff comes, and the Kristen Wiig character is is just kind of like, you know, come here, let me talk to you. Yeah, we hit a dead girl. It's it's nothing. <laughs> it's I, not that's when she deal. tells her like we're getting, I'm getting pressure from the higher ups, and little do we know they have a little affair going on. So this is weird. She goes to get sexy. So. I love this. this, I love this. So first, first I'll just say she goes to kind of get sexy for him. And we see her take these pasties off. So you think, what is she going to put on? That's so scandalous. She had to remove, she puts on a full cheerleading outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Like not a sexy cheerleading outfit where you're like, oh, I could see like full cheerleading outfit. And then there's this weird role play thing that they do. Because she walks out (laughs) in his cheerleader's outfit. He is naked. Like he's, he's, he's his ready to go. Yeah. He's just got yeah. his boxes on. Mm-hmm. So he knows what's going on. He's pretending to be a football player. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the calls. He's like, and the goal is coming in here. And I, he does he run around a little bit? I think he runs around a little uh-huh. bit. Yep. And then she spreads her, literally, like just spreads her legs on the bed. And he's like. She can see the goalpost, and he <laughs> jumps on it. It's so great. This is intercut with the chubby guy in yes. camouflage. He's in camouflage. Yeah. He has face paint on, mm-hmm. and he's got this weird periscope. So he is now oh, yeah. filming the two of them. Yes, and they proceed to have. So we see this angle, this definite like 
waist up angle of mm-hmm. their sex. Yes. And she is making faces like she's either in a photo booth, you know, those ones that take several pictures and you're like, oh, ooh, ah, yep. or on a roller coaster, or she's not making sex faces no, as far as I can tell. alarmed and yeah. surprised. <laughs> and we can assume this is not the first time this has happened. They They know what's going on here. Her expressions are bizarre, and he's just like, he's at the 20, he's at the 15, he's at the 10. It is oh, it is so strange. <laughs> and this is literally right after a scene where mascots were eating in their costumes. Yeah, like, yeah. this is the point in the movie, and it didn't last long where I was like, I am all in on this. I can't wait to see what happens next. It doesn't really last past this scene, uh-uh. but... I was so excited in this like, You're like this ten is like minute goofy. stretch, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, then Leaf is back on the screen. Well, maybe that's what kills it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have an argument. He and his girlfriend. And she's like, "You've been flirting with girls since we got here," and he's like, "What yeah. are you talking? What? What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. I'm not doing that." And. She goes back to her bunk and cries and hugs a yeah. tiger. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And she I does. do like how I do like how the mascot. The camera pans over the mascot. She's just sitting there and she's like, "Uh, good night." <laughs> that's it. Not consoling her. Nothing like that. Just, Although her and the mascot do have a nice little friendship that they try. The mascot is the mascot. Uh, uh, what's her name? Not Chloe. Oh, I don't know. I didn't write her name down. Oh, I, I did write her name, but I, I don't know what... I don't remember. Um, well, she is... They have these conversations, again, mm-hmm. throughout, where Al, Allison is always like, um, like, what what does anybody really want anyway? What is life? What is... Right? Yeah. And I love those because it's just... Somebody wrote a line that is existential yeah and they didn't know where else to put it so it just comes mm-hmm. out of nowhere and it goes nowhere it goes nowhere right <laughs> and their their conversations flow yeah yeah exactly because they're not conversations no because someone will say that the other person will stare at them and see like mm-hmm. that's kind of mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. <laughs> well she has another dream oh, yes. our dreamer has another dream mm-hmm. and this is the craziest of the dreams right so she sees Leif He's having sex with, I think, Pam. He can't really see her face. But they're having sex on a couch surrounded by people who work at the camp, cheering them on, and the chickens (laughs) cheering them on. And I think they're saying, like, harder, 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 just over and over again. Yes, exactly. And then they're back at the swimming hole. Mm-hmm. And we see Leif sunscreening Pam, and suddenly we're back in that dream again. Like, it's just to remind us, like, literally five seconds ago, we saw this dream, and this is Pam, mm-hmm. and now he's sunscreening mm-hmm. Pam. Do you, you see? Get Do you it? see? You <laughs> stupid audience. That was five seconds ago. Do you see? Do you see the bad that's going to happen to Pam? Right. You see? And he really is just sunscreening her. I like how he's sunscreening her, and then he says, Should we go somewhere where there's sun? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go find some sun, he tells her. Meanwhile, they were on the rock where there looked to be plenty of sun, but whatever. They're really going somewhere to make out. Yeah, and Allison is not having this. She's like, 
you're flirting with somebody who kills themselves, that's one thing. You're yeah. sunscreening my, I guess, teammate? good friend yeah. and yeah. teammate in front of me. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a he's a slime guy. He's so, so terrible. They he takes Pam and they're they're kind of make it out and Pam looks at him and says, "Do you really care about me?" Because <laughs> he's obviously wanting to go whatever. And he's like, he's so put out by that. He's like, "Oh come on, this is bullshit." Yeah. And basically just leaves her. Mm-hmm. And later when she disappears, he confesses like maybe that wasn't the best choice was to leave her. <laughs> It's dark outside, and he uh-huh. goes, yeah, sure, I ran away, but I, I'm sure she just got lost. She'll be back yeah. soon. She's coming back. She's coming back. Yeah, because he does run off like a like a stupid baby. <laughs> he just runs away, yeah. and she goes to look for him. Yeah. And as I was just coming down from the high of Kristen Wiig sex time, mm-hmm. we get... One of the most violent and graphic deaths I have seen in a movie. With a pair of scissors. Like hedge trimmers. Like big hedge trimmers Uh go through the back of her head and out of her mouth. Uh It is quite disturbing. Like, Uh nothing to that degree happens in this movie after that. Uh Maybe the bear trap. Maybe. Oh, the bear trap's intense. And who is that in the bear trap? Is it who was oh, that's that? The, that's the that's the uh, that's the sheriff. Ah, because then his face is unrecognizable yeah. once it's in the bear <laughs> trap. <laughs> well, he did a, he had a badge oh. on. No, but this girl gets these hedge trimmers pain yeah. through the back of her head and out yeah. of her mouth. Out of her mouth. And Oof. later we see her body, and there's like maggots on oh. the the blades. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Like pretty it's gruesome. right up there with any great kills in horror movies, which is like I've never seen this movie or heard of it. Um but I've watched like weird sicko stuff like the two hundred best kills in movies. And sure. This, this should be up there. there I would it. argue this should be there. It's 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 pretty disturbing. Right. Yeah. Uh and for a second I wasn't sure if this was a dream too, because suddenly our main character is woken up by a mascot in full gear. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell her not to take pills. Wait, doesn't she have another dream, though, with pom-poms? Don't we see more pom-poms? Oh, where they're, like, slicing her up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I didn't write down the dream. She sees Pam making out with Leif. And then she pom-poms her. And yeah. she pom-poms her, but, like, cuts her off. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then right. the alligator and wakes then her the up. the alligator wakes her yeah. up. <laughs> It's like, hey, crazy, and, you're having one of your crazy dreams, and it's competition time. Right, exactly. I think that's how she says, no more pills. You have to be okay for the mm-hmm. competition. I guess these pills aren't doing anything. If she's been on these pills the whole time, she's still having these wacky dreams, right? I don't I don't know. I, Jamie, I hope she gets the help she needs at the end of this movie. Yeah, well, that's what we can all hope. And maybe that was really Corey's whole intention. Corey, that's the mascot. Oh, that's the name. mascot's name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Corey um, from Breaking. Got it. You got it. God, I'm so excited she was the girl from Breaking. Yeah. Man. Special K. Wasn't that her dance name? Oh, yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo. She's in it. She's in I that know, one, too. I'm I know. sure. Yeah. All I know is. 
All, all you know is that the the um, mascot competition is rigged. <laughs> it's clearly rigged. Is, yeah, yeah, because the alligator should win, but the chicken. But the chicken wins, Jamie. Yeah. That evil chicken that we've seen in dream sequences mm-hmm. wins. Mm-hmm. And who really, did we even see, what does the chicken do no. to be so winning? The chicken just looks smug. That's the yeah. problem. <laughs> no, because all we see is the gator dance. Ah. Uh, and based on those moves alone, that gator should win. Chicken is the winner. Mm-hmm. But we know that it's rigged. It's kind of clear because even, it's... The winner is not, um, there's not a judging panel. It's the applause of the audience, right? Now, I don't want to really give away the ending right now, but Jamie, do you think if the gator had won that the killing would stop? (laughs) (laughs) I do think it would have helped the matters. But I think in the end, the gator just, I think, I think the killer just really wanted to help. I like how you said the gator. I mean the killer. Uh, I mean the gator. Uh. I do wish the kills were done in the gator outfit. That would have made it amazing. You know what, Jamie? We see all of the kills off screen, so who knows? Oh, yeah. <laughs> One can only hope that that's how the killer descri- dis- uh, disguised themselves. Oh, yeah. The only thing we're missing from this movie is just a scene where somebody goes like, Hey, what are you doing here? Like we don't none of the characters ever say that before they're killed. Oh yeah, that's right. Because they never see the killer coming. I hope she was wearing the gator costume when driving the van. That's what I hope. <laughs> I would have loved to see that. <laughs> Guys, the mascot's the killer. <laughs> In case you didn't piece all that together. <laughs> So she doesn't win the competition. No. Mm-mm. And so, and she's really upset about it. So in this same tiny room, I can't stress to people enough how small this room is. A cheerleader competition now takes place. It's going to happen. Yeah. We don't see much of this. We see one group start. They're and pretty then, terrible, too. And they seem <laughs> awful. Like, that's when I watched this, and I was like, oh, they got this in the bag. Look at their competition. Yeah, yeah. So, the whole time, we don't get to see the other cheerleaders going, because Mm -hmm. we have our group, and they don't know where Pam is. Pam's missing. They cannot perform Mm -hmm. without Pam. They're one person short. There's only four of them, three of them. Mm -hmm. So, they decide, after the blonde girl... Gives a rousing speech. I love, I love how that. she's the like choo choo that could. Guys, I read this book. Uh-huh. It's about a little engine, and he thought he could, and he did. So we can just like that. Mm-hmm. Really happened. And she really hasn't said anything in this movie up to no. this point. Mm-mm. No. And they all just look at her like, mm, you big. Dummy. We mm-hmm. love you for being so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel bad for her at this point. I do have to say that. I'm glad she won. Why? She motivated them because they did kind of attempt well, the competition. I mean, they when, did get up in front of people. Yeah. And the, the like you said, the, the, the chubby guy falls onto the repairman. The repairman gets so angry mm-hmm. that he fell on him. He tells him, I hope you die. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> this repairman has a lot of scenes where 
that's where it's just him on camera yelling at somebody <laughs> off screen that he hopes they die, <laughs> that he hates them. And I'd love to think it's just that actor improvising. And the director's like, well, calm down. I think we got it. You're good. Don't worry. It's going to be all right. <laughs> the competition is suddenly over. They lose. Yeah, they lose. The only one that's really upset about Pam never showing up is Teresa. She's the She's only She's like, one. where is Pam, you guys? <laughs> and they're like, she'll show up. They're like, come on. It's Miss Cheerleader time. Let's get up there. So Teresa gives up her chance to win Miss Cheerleader or whatever to go out in the dark and, of course, look for Pam. Right. While our main character and the blonde girl, who's suddenly really stupid, gets up and they... You know, stand in line, like you said, they walk in a mm-hmm. circle, mm-hmm. and the blonde girl is crowned Miss Cheerleader, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The queen, cheerleader queen, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, oh, what about this live band? Oh, that don't, they don't even have a microphone, and they're not really even singing at I, one point, oh, but there's... At one point, they're right? singing, but it's not synced up to the words. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, and it's like... It appears to be like these guys look like they're misfits ripoff. Like they should not be yeah. at this cheerleader camp. How did they no. book this group? Yeah, how did they book this group? And what kind of party is this? Because, like you said, there is alcohol because Miss Camp Hurrah gets there's drunk. a lot of alcohol for all mm-hmm. the cheerleaders that were there when they're dancing. There's about five people in this room. Doesn't Leif have the conversation with Allison about um, because she? She was slated to possibly win the Queen Award, and she doesn't. And he looks at her, and he goes, winning means a lot to me. It should mean a lot to you. Like, winning means a lot to you? You were laughing after you guys just lost this cheerleader competition. That's what he yells at her about. Because your goofy, chubby friend fell off the stage. It's ridiculous, right? Winning means a lot to me. So much that I didn't care that one of our team members had been gone yeah, well, all day. And now it finally becomes a thing that maybe we should start looking, you know, they let the Camp Hurrah lady know, you know, one of our team members is missing. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, the, oh, I wrote down the blonde is a terrible dancer. They do have a scene where they're all dancing to the music. And she's horrible. Oh, really? Not, oh, I didn't yeah. notice that because I was so... And the mascot is dancing, too. The yeah. chubby guy, hes he always seems to be in the foreground. We do see him flirting with some girl. Flirt? Doesn't he make out with some lady? Oh, no, no. Earlier in the movie. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, he straight up makes out with her at this party. Or this yeah. whatever. He's got a six-pack hat on, doesn't he? With that hat. He's got a six-pack on hat on, but he takes mm-hmm. that off to chug like a bottle of vodka or something. Yeah, yeah. Before making out with this girl. It is a party. It is a party after oh, all. It is a serious party. But Leif and the mascot at one point go out looking for both Pam yes. and yes. Teresa. Because now their two girls are missing, right? Right. Now, Teresa is out looking, right, in the dark woods. She trips on something and rolls down a hill, like rolls down this embankment. <laughs> and then she sees Teresa's body, which is... As we said, she was killed in a gruesome way. Mm-hmm. Or sees Pam's body. And she's like, Pam! Pam, is that you? 
oh, Pam, you missed everything. She's, like, talking to her. She <laughs> yeah. talks to this corpse for a very long Before time. Before she realizes at all that it's, like, a slumped-over dead body oh. and then really sees that it's, like, got the... The shears yeah. coming out of its mouth with the maggots on it, and it's, it's I mean, just and when you say she talks to her, she really like she's like, "You missed the competition, yeah. but I'm so glad that I just found my best friend." Wake Come up! Come on, you gotta Wake stand up! up. What are you up. doing? Yeah, what? <laughs> there's blood everywhere, and she's like slumped. Like she's clearly not propped in any way that would make her look like she's, she's still not just asleep in the woods against a tree. <laughs> So glad I found you here. Just passed out in the woods, and that's and when she <laughs> in a weird way when she said, "I'm just so glad I found my best friend." I was kind of <laughs> sad. <laughs> oh, so the three of them, the the mascot Allison and Leif, who are all now out looking for the other two girls, run into the maintenance man, and they're they're like, "Have you seen the girls?" And he's like, "What do I look like? One of them newfangled computers." <laughs> I don't great know. line, great line, <laughs> great delivery, fantastic. We got it. Yeah, and I love how Allison, of course, she's already called the cops. I think several times by this point in the yeah. movie, she's like, yeah. "Let's call the police." Uh huh. Because now two of our friends are missing. Leif yeah. does not want to do this. No. And his reasoning makes sense. He's like, I'll be a prime suspect. <laughs> yeah, because he was the last one with Pam, and now Pam is possibly gone or dead. And he wants, yeah, yeah. So, and she seems okay with that. Like, all right, my boyfriend might be a sus, may or may not have killed. She's pretty fine with it. She's like, okay. she's like, eh, maybe we shouldn't call the cops. Yeah. 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 Good, good point. Oh, um. Oh, this is forgot. when he leaves her, though, for a second, and she's like, I need help. <laughs> She's so emotional, that Allison. But go ahead. What did we forget? We forgot that uh, uh, Teresa is um, run down by their van. Oh, that's right. That's how Teresa. Yeah. It. After mm-hmm. she finds her friend, she you know suddenly the van like she runs out to the street and tries to slide down the van, but it chases her into the woods and yeah. it just pins her right up against the tree, just uh-huh. crashes right into her. That's that's her demise. Right. And we do find her. They find her. I don't know who exactly finds her. All of them? She's just all mushed up. Like, she's just a pile of mush on the ground. She's just a pile of mush. (laughs) Oh, at this time, also, Kristen Wiig is hammered. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's a little lit. The Uh worst drunk acting I might have ever seen. It is pretty it, terrible. It's so over the top. It's almost as bad as her sex scene. Mm. But, um. Oh, no, that was great, Jamie. Oh, <laughs> this geez. is All not right. good. All right. Yeah, she stumbles around. She's is in she... the woods asking people if the bar is closed. I'm like, there's oh, nobody yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Would you stop, mm-hmm. please? Mm-hmm. Um, but we see her get stabbed in the back. Oh, we see her epically get stabbed in the back. She's walking into a room, and it's like this forever like die <laughs> scene where she's like, ah, 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 ah. She doesn't fall down from this stab in her back. She does it because then she walks into the room. Doesn't she walk in Jimmy, to Allison? Jimmy, she's taking the scene for a walk. She's just like, listen, <laughs> I'm going to do this my way. It's my last time on camera. She's I'm like, just, I'm Christian Wake, goddammit. Yeah. Like, she literally 
walked <laughs> through the entire room, like to the point where Allison is staying there and has to back up because, and she, the actress, even seemed confused. Like you're, you can, t- you were supposed to fall down earlier. Like you're not supposed to continue. I was supposed to find your body with the axe in the back. Why are you still coming it's toward a, me? Yeah, but she falls down. It's a big, huge meat cleaver that we saw that yeah. the cook with earlier. Oh, right, right. I have a question about that cook. Does he ever die? I don't know that he does, but honestly, those three were all meshed into one. I didn't know if he was in the bear trap or not, but you said it was the that sheriff. Was the, in the sheriff. Bear trap. Whoa. Does the cook survive this movie? Maybe he leaves when all the rest of the cheerleaders... Maybe. All right. Yeah, I don't have it. This is a great scene here, and a bit of comedy that I thought worked when Leif Mm -hmm. takes the microphone from the the band that's playing, and he's like, guys, there's a bunch of people dead, but nobody panic. (laughs) Don't anybody panic, but people are being killed right now. Mm -hmm. Everybody runs away and drives. Screaming. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I did it's think over, that was right. kind of funny and sort of worked. But now they're stuck there, right? Their van won't start. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls, or somebody says, well, we got to walk out of here. And Leif's response yeah. is, uh, that's 40 miles. I think it's his idea, It's his th- thought to walk out. And one of the girls says that it's, he's like, well, we're just going to walk then. Oh, yeah. this, this is what we're going to do. And when we see them walking, they're taking, like, baby steps. Like they're barely moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 40 miles. Where are you? They still think, so they're trying to get away from the killer, and they're trying to figure out who the killer is. And they think maybe it's the creepy clean, the creepy, creepy maintenance guy. Yeah. I mean, he's but, kind of the only person left other than them. But he, they're like, but he's a geek. He's not a killer, I think is what... Yeah, they um, call him a geek. Chubby guy that doesn't says. make sense. He's not. I mean, he did talk about computers. Yeah. He's not at all geeky. Yeah, <laughs> like that geek that's always talking about computers. <laughs> Maybe he's the killer. Oh. But well, they think he's the killer because for some reason, as they're walking, he jumps out of the bushes with a shotgun and shoots it in the air. Oh, that's right. That's right. But then they think about that because they're like, "Well, he didn't shoot any of us, <laughs> and he could have. He could have totally shot." Why didn't he shoot us? This is also important because when he shoots in the air, they all split up. Ah, they that's all run right. in different directions. Mm-hmm. And the chubby guy decides that he's going to film this. He's going to get mm-hmm. this on tape. Mm-hmm. I assume still is proof that they were at a cheerleading camp. But he decides to just film himself peeing. <laughs> yeah, it's very random. He's like, oh, there's a big guy coming out here. Who's coming out? Or some kind of thing about... Yeah, the, just... He has to yeah. pee. Like, he just yeah. he just has to pee. And turns the camera away from the guy that had a gun that was after them to film himself peeing. Yeah, and he seems very... For all their, like, we're scared, we gotta get out of here, there's a killer here, he doesn't seem nervous at all. Oh. Now, Leif gets pissed because they all meet up at the van, and he's like... <laughs> What do you mean he stayed behind to make a video? What I've got to go look for him now. Jamie, Ladies, Jamie, I'll leave you. Jamie, you're not doing it right. Because no, at this point in the movie, they're all very out of breath. And everybody's oh, like, oh, I can't. Oh, that's oh, right. The out of breath acting of this movie they do, is they just, over the top. This is funny because they're... They're in front of the van, but they, so the, the shot is them running away from the van and running back to the van. Yep. <laughs> 
It really is. Uh-huh. And it's just like, oh, what? He was being like, oh, I got, what? He stayed behind. Oh, how did he? Oh, what? Oh, we got to go fight. And, and they're all talking like this at the same time. <laughs> but luckily, you know what? The mascot shows up and she's like, I couldn't find him, but all I found was this is this recorder. Maybe we could watch it and get some clues. So they do. So they do. I don't know where oh they go back into the cabin to watch <laughs> Of course. Everybody's being murdered right and left. You're gonna go in the cabin, you know, find the coax cables and plug it all in. And in the video, so they watch him take his pee, but he also gets slashed in the stomach. Yeah, all his guts fall out. It's pretty gross yeah, again. it's gross. Well, and then now he's gone. So they set up, they decide to sort of Scooby-Doo this thing. Oh, did you have something else? Where, who's the killer? Who do they? Who's the killer? Jimmy, no, no, no. the movie. Not who's the killer. Sorry. Who did they kill by the no hunting sign? Is that the maintenance that's, man? Yeah, that's the maintenance okay. man. Because he comes okay. out again with a gun. Yeah. Um, oh no, that's that's right after this. Hold on, because oh, okay, they, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. So many killings right after another. <laughs> it really is. At this point, it's tough to keep track. They set up a trap. They put a bear trap on like a chain. Yeah. And it's like hanging in this shed. And what did they kind of barricade themselves in like a room? Right. It's okay. the, it's that room that she hid in earlier behind the fridge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when she cried. So. Yeah. A figure walks into this shed, and Leif Garrett's like, gotcha. And he, so he releases, <laughs> he swings a bear trap into this man's face, <laughs> and it clamps down on his head. There's blood all over the place. It's a He's mess. He's screaming, and they're all cheering, like, yay. We got the killer. They think they got the killer. Right. Yeah. Uh, it turns out to be the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And. I love how immediately when they see it's the sheriff, <laughs> our main character looks at Leif and she's like, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> and he grabs an axe and runs out of the room. Yeah, yeah. But this is where he takes the axe and swings it at the uh, maintenance man. Uh, and it gets like stuck in a post or something. Yeah, yeah. And then the mascot saves his life by shooting... The maintenance man twice. That's right. That's right. Because the maintenance man was going to come after Lex. That's right. And finally, finally, the killer is dead. We have Leif. We have our main character. We have the mascot. We still have the blonde. She's still with us. Yeah, the blonde is still around. She hasn't done much, but she's still Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And they've all made it through. And they're going to toast to this? Yeah, they're having a celebration. <laughs> there's a camp, there's a fire, right, going on. And he wants the two of them to get out of the room so he and his girlfriend can, quote-unquote, celebrate. And he tells them that. He's like, you guys got to scatter on because I'm going to. And she's not into it. She's like, you can't at a time like this. He's like, yeah, we're celebrating. What better time is there? She's like, our whole team is dead. You just murdered a police officer. Yeah, this is not a time for... But he's he's just a hornball. This, yeah, this he's guy. very angry that she does not want to have sex. Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. all of this bloodshed. <laughs> but I guess the blonde and the mascot go out to mm-hmm. call the cops. Yes. 
And the mascot comes back in and tells Leif, she's like, I don't know where the blonde is. She's gone. You got to find her or something like that. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. She just tells him that to get him out of the room. Right. Because she wants to be alone with Allison. Right. Mm-hmm. Because she knows that that guy that she just shot was not the killer. Corey is now convincing, um, the mascot is now convincing uh, Allison that it is a... That her terrible boyfriend... Her bad boyfriend has been this killer. Yes. And it's not, it doesn't take much convincing because he's pretty terrible. He did just murder somebody Mm -hmm. and... I don't know. I don't know how she really. What's he doing though? When because she, so she gives <laughs> she now she gives uh, Allison a gun and is like, so what you're going to do is you're going to kill him. You're going to shoot him. Yeah, they're but around what is the he corner doing? of a building, and she's like, yeah. we're going to step out. He's right there. Yeah, and just shoot him. Mm-hmm. Because he is standing by a phone booth. And we see the dead blonde girl, who, again, I still feel bad for. She's, like, hanging out of this phone booth dead. That's right. Mm-hmm. So they turn the corner. I think the mascot yells something like, he killed her. He killed her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she shoots him. As he yells, mm-hmm. no, he mm-hmm. gets shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. And now there's only two of them left. Yeah. But it is smash cut to police. Police are all over the place. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ambulances all over the place. Yeah. The police are talking, mm-hmm. and they're talking about Allison because she's standing by this phone booth, just muttering to herself like the mm-hmm. crazy little person that she is. Yep. yep. And the police are standing there with with the mascot. <laughs> <laughs> and the mascot totally is like, yeah, she killed them all. Like, Yeah. Yeah. She she's killed her. Look at her. She's, she's nuts. Look at her. Yeah. Look at her. She's yeah. on Looney Tune. And they strap her to a gurney. They uh-huh. put her in the back of an ambulance. And they even tell her, like, she asked them who told them. Oh. And they're like, oh, your friend, the mascot. And that's mm-hmm. when she's losing it. But they shoot her up with drugs. And do you want to talk about the very end of this movie? Oh. Because I'd love it. <laughs> Who did it? Was that what they say to the chant? Mm-hmm. Corey did it, right? Is that what they... It's it's a cut. It's like a cut cheer because mm-hmm. she's cheering. The, the mascot is cheering and mm-hmm. she's doing things like, give me a C. And then you'll yeah. see her in like a gurney being like, ah, give me an <laughs> O. And she's still screaming. And then she goes, what does it spell? And you see Elsie go, Corey. Corey. What does it spell? Corey. It's a great ending to this movie because as the police and ambulance drive away, Corey's just jumping around in a cheerleader sound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's finally the cheerleader she's always wanted to be. You see? You see? It's great. It it mm-hmm. is great because I'm like, mm-hmm. shouldn't she be like in a police car? Don't they have to take her in for questioning? Nope. No, no. Just leave mm-hmm. her there with just all let the corpses be. cheering. She's the winner. So that's winner it. chicken dinner. Chicken. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. That's a cheerleader. Camp. Yeah, how come at no point did we find like the severed chicken's head or something? Like, wouldn't she be mad at that chicken? You wanted more of that like, chicken. The chicken did best her in the competition. Yeah, that that should be definitely been one of the instead of killing that random blonde girl at the beginning. 
Kill the chicken. Well, see, you wonder if she had some sort of jealousy thing happening with with Leif? Allison and Leif. Yeah. Because she even says at one point, I was just starting to like him. So did she like Leif? Or did she really like Allison? I didn't think so. I think, well... You think she was just a crazy killer? Yeah, I was going to say Because then if she, she was, why didn't she kill yeah, the chicken? Yeah, I was going to say... Or maybe she spared the chicken because she felt his pain because he too is a mascot. Well, <laughs> chicken aside for a minute. Mm-hmm. It, I think if she really liked Allison... Yeah. She had already convinced her that Leif was the killer. Like, they could have been, quote-unquote, together and happy. Like, she didn't need to pin this on her. But Allison needed the help, and she knew that. She was bunkmates with her, and she knew... So you're saying that in this world, Allison is, you know, she um, she's excused from these murders for being criminally insane. She goes through yeah. the rehabilitation process, gets out... They get back together, or they get together yeah. again. Yeah, okay, maybe they do. All right, I yeah. kind of like that. You know, you like that. All right, there you go. She's just helping her out. <laughs> All right, so Jamie, um, in a roundabout way, yeah. What did you think of this movie? Like, I, <sighs> I put it. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you what I think, but I think it's a. It's a movie that we can easily compare to um, other camp sleepaway camp. I think we can easily compare this to um how come i can't think of the one with the girls in the sorority and the oh pool? where they had that one sorority mom yeah but, sorority yeah, house on sorority row uh, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, there are there were some similarities especially to sleepaway camp with the camp some you know, similarities there were creepy older men in that in sleepaway camp too that were sort of suspect um nobody will live even, up to that cook though that cook oh that, no, no. It, honestly, the the bar has been set mm-hmm. for me, as we know, with Sleepaway <laughs> Camp. So this, in comparison, there were some similarities. There were some like, oh, that's like in Sleepaway. But there's no Allison mm-hmm. or even uh, the mascot is Corey is is no Angela. Nobody has that stare, that personality, and later that genitalia. Right? Mm-hmm. No. So I compared to Sleepaway Camp, it was a disappointment, this okay. movie. I mean it was it was I I mean I watched it, I, I it was cheesy eighties horror, mm-hmm. so which again I I liked more than I thought I would like. each horror movie we watch as as we've said, I find that I'm like not as offended by it as I thought I would be. Um but this one wasn't in my top picks for our horror fun times. What about for you? You say best kill in here. We've got a best kill you're That's throwing out. That's really good. It's really good. Yeah. And with these movies, a lot of times I find that my opinion of them changes as we talk about them. Oh, yeah, yeah, From when yeah. I saw them. Because I really did not enjoy watching this. I didn't think Mm-mm. it was very good. It wasn't that enjoyable. It was pretty quick, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a short movie, so that's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed talking about it more than I enjoyed watching it. I, yeah. Yeah. I. But it was that kind of movie. There was so much going on, uh, cheesy and and weird and, like, with the the mascot stuff and, and the weird sex stuff that, that it does. It's a fun movie right. as far as to talk about or... 
Uh, but no, I I think that I would recommend that people watch this. But this isn't mm-hmm. a movie that I'm going to think about or come back to the way something yeah. like Sleepaway Camp and was. And this movie doesn't have yeah. like the if we could call it artistry of uh-huh. Sorority House. Like I love the colors in that movie. Near oh the end yeah, and, yeah. Like the craziness uh-huh. in that movie was done so much better than this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just it's. It falls into that pile of just slasher movies from the 80s. But then it makes sense. It's late 80s sure. Leaf Garrett slasher cheerleader movie. What do you recommend having My seen recommendation. This? I was trying okay. to find, I was trying to think of cheerleader movies. Yeah. And I'm going to recommend a movie that I am hoping a lot of people, like I did for a long time, did not watch it mm. because it seemed terrible. Mm. And the movie is from, I think, 2009, and mm-hmm. it's called Jennifer's Body. Oh. And it stars Megan Fox, mm-hmm. who I once heard somebody describe Megan Fox as something that aliens would create to lure 15-year-old boys into their space. Oh. <laughs> but it stars Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried. Is that how you say her name? Sure. Uh, um, and Megan Fox is kidnapped at one point by this band at a club, and they do some weird demon ritual, and she's suddenly possessed, and she's super evil. Oh. And this movie, I didn't watch it because I was like, this is just going to be Megan Fox seducing guys and yeah. then murdering them. And I finally watched it, and I realized, yeah, but that's what I want in this movie, and that's what this movie is. <laughs> But the effects are great, and it's okay. way more fun than I thought it would have been. All so right. if you just want something to sit down with and watch, and it's stupid and it's fun, but it's kind of good, watch it. Jennifer's Body isn't terrible. All right. Jennifer's Body, Megan Fox. Looks yeah. all right. All right. So what about you? I have to tell you, you know how sometimes I recommend a song, or it's not necessarily a movie that I recommend? So I am aware. <laughs> this time I'm going to recommend a book for any okay. of our listeners that enjoy reading. Um, okay? Great. Who's and... that? But yes. <laughs> I don't know. I assume some of our listeners so, enjoy a book. I'm, this one I, is from 2014. The book is. It's called The Interestings. It's by Meg Wolitzer. I'm not sure if I'm saying the author's name right, and I apologize for that. Um, but it's about these six teens who uh, meet at a creative arts camp in the 70s. Oh. And then it kind of follows their life as they grow up and who they become and kind of present-day New York City as they're kind of adults. But they have these the story, this past of being in this camp together. And um, it's it was a really good book. I read it a couple of years ago, but it's about mm-hmm. friendship and, and talent and just... It's, it's so much better than this movie. <laughs> But um, it's the camp. It's a little bit of the whole um, troubled artist because we all know Life Garrett is a troubled artist. Um, uh, I mean, clearly, if he's like, yeah, I'll be in this movie, I don't yeah. care. Uh, at this point, I don't think he did. He, I think he was like, oh, you got some coke? I'll do yep. it. What do you got? Mm-hmm. Yeah? All right, great. I'm, I'm in. Oh, wait, I get, to, I get to touch some titties? Let's do it. I'm all over it. Um, uh but yeah, so I recommend a book. I love how that was the selling point. <laughs> Teen heartthrob? I don't know. I guess I don't get ladies anymore. 
He really was. I So watching this movie, like I said, I... Of course, I know that Leif Garrett's a heartthrob, but I was—he wasn't—I was, a, he wasn't, I was uh, not born when he was a heartthrob. Um, mm-hmm. And watching this, I kept thinking, "This guy was a heartthrob. Look at him!" But yeah. then I, I did go back and look at pictures, and and uh, I mean, I knew I had seen him when he was younger. But like you said, I also have the Doctor Drew reference. Like I was like, "What mm-hmm. were you?" He—he a... he reminds me of. And this may be an insult to this actor oh, so no. I apologize James Vanderbeek but mm. it was one of those things where like James Vanderbeek in Dawson's Creek was like a super heartthrob yeah and then his forehead continued yeah. to grow yeah. and his hair didn't work to out recede, for him. Yeah. and it was very much like Leif Garrett yeah alright so right. let's wrap this up by talking go. about what we're gonna do in two weeks that's Jane. right you and I talked about this, and we decided mm-hmm. that our next episode will be our live Yes, episode. yes. So if you're unable to make it to the live show, that is what you'll be hearing next. Mm-hmm. It will mm-hmm. be recorded, and maybe since you're out here, maybe we could just at some point record just a, a post-show conversation. Yeah. Just talk a little bit about it. We'll be able to talk about what our next movie is, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that'll mm-hmm. probably be in there at the end. But for all the people that are coming out to see us, mm-hmm. and for all the people that will just be listening at home, the next movie we're going to do, Jamie, maybe you've heard of a movie called The Wizard of Oz. Oh, they're off to maybe, see. Maybe, perhaps. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Now, that's uh, not an 80s movie. No, no. Oh, wait. No, no. Hold on. It's not? <laughs> hold on a second. We might have to change our schedule. <laughs> No, they decided to wait, what, over 40 years? Yeah, yeah, to return. <laughs> to return to Oz. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to watch. Yeah, we're going to return to Oz. As I return to the city, the, the state of Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. we return to Oz. Oh, that's pretty cool. How is that? Wasn't that poetic? Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I forget why we're doing it, too. I didn't write the reason down in my notes. Oh. But let's just say it's because you're returning to me. <laughs> okay. There you go. Because we really did. We, we tried to think of a, a Philadelphia-centric movie to do. Yeah. Since that's where our show's going to be. But eh, we looked at the list. We weren't that... There was nothing that jumped out at us. This the Return to Oz felt a lot more... If you want us to do Blowout at some point... Yeah. Maybe we'll do it. If sure. you want us to do Rocky Three, oh yeah, Mr. T, yeah. sure. Maybe. But for a live show, we thought Return to Oz is super goofy. It's totally crazy. Mm-hmm. And it was actually scheduled to be our next movie to do. So it kind of so worked. that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So come out. Come yeah. see us. If you are available. If you are free, June 23rd at 5 p.m., Tattooed Mom. Come out, come see us. We'll be there. And until then, until that evening, yeah, we'll see you. That's right. Well, all right. Well, you'll uh, hear us. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, right. Yeah. I mean, unless we see we, you before then. Well, which we won't, unless they see us right. there. Because we don't. Well, I said until then. Oh, okay. This is great. This is what you can expect to see (laughs) us do for an hour at a bar. Uh... (laughs) 
As I guess you buy us drinks. Jamie established that earlier. I did put that out there. I'm just saying, if you're going to come, you might as well. If you're going to come, <laughs> you better bring us drinks. Wow. And don't bring them. Like, you can't walk into a bar without no, alcohol. You're gonna, I don't think they'd be cool with no, that. You're going to bring them to where we're talking about them, to the, to right. the podcast post. Yeah, I think we're upstairs, so you're going to have to get those drinks downstairs <laughs> and traverse some steps. If I mean, even if you're just drinking by yourself, you're still going to have to do that. So don't show up hammered already, yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. There are stairs. All right, then. All right, we should go. See you then. See everybody in two weeks. <laughs> because I'm sure everybody will be there. Bye. work on dr drew's rehab whatever that show was oh right 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 there were a lot of scenes where i'm just staring at his eyes going is (laughs) he high right now